Welcome, jurors, to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we'll be evaluating whether the recent rash of police resignations is a benefit to society. Honestly, man, I don't know. I don't think it's actually a benefit at all. At the end of the day, I think we do need the police. And in these cases, I think they've got, I think the ones that are resigning right now aren't necessarily the bad cops, right? It, from this perspective, what I'm seeing are actually good cops feeling like their city doesn't have their back and they're going to get crucified regardless from politicians trying to make a name for themselves. So, so yeah, I think it's more a systemic problem we're seeing and some of these, we, we should be trying to keep some of these officers. Um, no. So this is clearly going to be a boon to society. And in addition, there are hardly any good officers. The moment they're found, they're weeded out, and what's left is, is what we're dealing with. And then you have to look at the fact that they're resigning because they don't like the fact that the officers who actually did malicious actions are being uh, charged with crimes and being forced to resign and take time off from work and stuff like that. Because otherwise, why would they resign? If they were okay with the officers receiving the punishment that they deserved, they wouldn't resign. They would be perfectly happy to continue working in that department. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, based on some of the future interviews that have come out, uh, let's say for the Buffalo protest and the Buffalo emergency response team, where we thought it was a resignation of solidarity, and then we've seen two other officers say, that's not the case at all. The reason they're resigning is not because I need to show a solidarity. It's that the city told them to do something. They went they did something, and then, sure, it went bad. Someone tried to get onto them. Someone tried to approach them. We can see video of the person reaching for what could have been a weapon. It's a justified reaction. He pushed the guy off, and then the city left that guy, fired him, and left them out, pretty much hung them out to dry to make themselves look better. So they're not resigning in support for that guy or solidarity at all. They're saying, hey, we're doing a job, and when it goes bad, our actual city will just throw us out to the wolves just to make themselves look good. And I mean, I think that's ultimately the problem. I think, honestly, that's a good fear to have. I understand why they're resigning, because it's, it's tough if you're going to tell me that I've got to go into the line of fire and then when I'm in that line of fire and I see someone reaching for a weapon or reaching for something with my body cam on, with my car recording, and I see them reaching, the video shows that they're reaching, and I open fire to protect myself and maybe people in the surroundings, and then it just so happens it wasn't a firearm, I'm just going to get crucified. They're going to give me a, a murder charge immediately at this point just because they want to save face right now. And that's a horrible working situation they've created. So I think it does, I think we need to do something to protect them, protect the good ones without the bad, without protecting the bad ones. And well, that's, that's how you protect the good ones is by getting rid of the bad ones. Look, just because they're being asked to go into the line of fire, which they're not, they're being paid to go into the line of fire, they, they are sent there with the understanding that they have to abide by a code of conduct. 
They don't just get to go in there and murder everybody. Even our military doesn't just get dropped into the middle of Iraq and, say, and they, they're told, okay, just open fire on anybody that you see out there. They have to follow a code of contact. The, conduct. These officers did not follow the code. The, 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 the old man was not reaching for a weapon. He had a cell phone in his hand. He couldn't grab anything. He was just, you know, putting his arm out because the guy was coming super close to him and he's trying to argue and, he, and it just happened to point in that direction. He couldn't grab anything. And then they pushed him. And then he fell back, and now you have all, all of the uh, the outcry because you know you're you're picking on an old man for hey, no reason. Listen, why is he reaching? He shouldn't even be out there. Quite frankly, if we're now considering a push to be this horrible thing, I mean seriously. Do you like there, to be pushed? There is no. I also I don't go running towards police when they're actually trying to get me to disperse from he an area. He wasn't running towards them. And he was trying to communicate something to them, and they were not having it, and they just said, push! You know what? He shouldn't have been there at the time, right? Oh, great. So now everybody who dies at the hand of the police, it's, it's going to be their fault for having been there. No, if you are told that you're supposed to leave an area at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., and then the police show up at 8 p.m. and start actually forcing people to leave as you're supposed to be, you shouldn't have been there in the first place, and then you get pushed. I think that's okay. No, because at the same time, you still have to, to understand that a punishment needs to fit the crime. So if your crime is being a minute late in doing something, how does that equal a push? If you're in the way somewhere you don't get, you shouldn't be, then the action, how is a push? If you're in the way and I walk by you and you see a line of police officers walking in one direction and you are in the way, they're going to keep walking. Why should they have to stop walking? Okay, but they don't have to push. You're the one in the wrong. No. If I'm, if I'm a minute late going to work and, and I happen to be a little slow in opening the door and walking through and somebody's waiting behind me to, to come in because they're also maybe a, a minute late or something like that. They can just push me out of the way. Hey, but here's the thing. If you are driving to work and you're a minute late and then the police have cordoned off the air and they're driving down, why should they stop for you? You're a minute late and you shouldn't be there. You are the one that's somewhere that you're not supposed to be. It's very simple. They should stop for you because this is a different situation now, right? They're moving in one direction yes. with their cars, regardless of the scenario of, of a curfew or something. And if there were no car present, they would just keep on driving. But now, hey, they see a car. The same way that they would stop if they saw a, a horse on the road or a wall or something like that. They have brakes for a reason. They stop, they don't smash up their car, they don't harm themselves, they get out, they inspect, they, you know, try to, to coerce the, the, the horse to move out of the road or something. But when you see an old man, you, your, your uh, first instinct is just to go, you know, get out of here and push him and make him fall back? Come on. No, they didn't say get out of here, they just kept moving. The poor police officer was probably just not aware of his own strength. Police officer right. was clearly Scorpion he for was, Mortal Kombat. Was, Get out of here! See, he was just not aware of his own strength, and that's what happened. He was simply trying to stop the guy from reaching. I think it's fair to assume that everybody doesn't know their own strength when dealing with a fragile 80-year-old. Exactly, and that's my point. It's like, you know what? I don't, don't touch think, them. I don't think he should have been crucified for it. No, he doesn't deserve to be fired for it. It sucks that the old man fell. I, I feel for him. It, it's a real horrible thing, but the officer was doing his job. That, no, 
They, Listen, didn't, they didn't hire him I to am push on all board. people to the ground. I am on board for firing, arresting these the officer in the George even, Floyd case. Even the officers I'm knew... I'm on board for that. But I'm not on board for now being this sensitive and targeting every officer that does everything that he may have done completely right. Listen, listen to me. Listen. Even the cops knew that they, they did something wrong because after the guy fell to the ground, they're like, oh, whoops. But look, yes, you have to fire them for or even arrest them for every little thing that they do wrong because, number one, the police arrest us for every little thing Agreed. that we do wrong. Okay. And number two, if you... We can go all the way to, to the bottom, right? If, if you're just a, an entry-level hire for, let's say, Wendy's or something, okay. and, you know... You're you're doing your job and everything, mm-hmm. and and then you know on your first day you you spill some coffee on on a customer okay. or something like that, and okay it's not the end of the world or anything it doesn't make you a criminal but if if the manager doesn't want coffee spilled on his customers whether on day one or or day fifty then he he lets you go and the customer is probably like yeah you shouldn't have people working here who who have poor dexterity or True. or uh, hand eye coordination so if if you can get fired from any job for, for little infractions, why not the police as well? Absolutely. And I thought if the police you, were supposed to be held to the highest standard. And I can agree with that somewhat. But ultimately, if using your Wendy's analogy, if the manager gives you the fries and the sandwich and then tells you to hand it to the customer, you hand it to the customer, you didn't spill anything, the customer eats it, doesn't like it, then why the manager doesn't get the right to fire you. He told you to do something. You followed those instructions. You shouldn't get fired for following instructions. Well, actually, number one, you, you can still get fired for anything because it's a private company and, and they can make their own decisions. And, and number two, following orders is not an excuse for anything. If you murder someone because somebody else told you to murder them, all that means is now there's two criminals so, instead of just one. And that's why I'm saying these police officers are then in the right, in my opinion, Negative. for saying that they want to leave the force. Because ultimately, they're good officers that are put in a position where if they follow orders, they're fired. If they don't follow orders, they're fired. And then at the end of the day, we still have criminals right now getting a free reign on the cities everywhere. Listen, it's and very, we need someone to stop them. It's very clear that they didn't resign because they got orders to push elderly people onto the floor. They resigned because they have no support. And we're seeing... They resigned because they have no we morals. Can leave, no, we can leave even the Buffalo and look on the rest. We can look on the SWAT team in Florida where they're all resigning because their chief is kneeling with protesters and trying to open up cases from five or six years ago that's been investigated and closed. And it's all an image play right now. It's let's string every police officer up. They're resigning because they know they've done things wrong in the past and now they're afraid that they're going to get in trouble when they reopen all the cases. No, because not all of them were even involved in it. The people that are resigning are saying, hey, what is this? They're involved in their own scenarios. No, because we know the problem here is that these politicians are out there to make a name for themselves and an image. And the best way to make an image or a name for yourself right now is just to say, hey, Let's string this cop up and show that I'm a good guy. If I'm the good guy right now, if I'm the politician that said no 
then I get a new office and everybody's going to vote for me because people are angry. And to actually take people, put them in a position like that and crucify them for your own agenda, that's not okay. So it, Actually, it it's the okay. exact opposite because it takes a lot of courage to, to hold police officers to the same standard as everybody else and, and make them get in trouble for the actions that they did when you're the one whose power rests on the fact that you have a police However, department. However, this actually isn't that case, right? It's Honestly, it's better for them if they convict. So at no point right now would these police officers actually get a fair investigation in anything. Right now, they just want to... You mean milk. like all the people that they've arrested? They, they just want to milk... The protesters right now. They just want to milk this to go. You mean like they were milking overtime when they joined the ERT? You know, in that case, they were milking overtime. And that's fine. If if you call the ERT out somewhere, then guess what? There must have been an emergency. Yeah, so but they responded. But they're acting like like it's it's some amazing uh, selfless thing that they did joining that team. No, they're paid. And just because they volunteered for that particular team doesn't mean anything more than they wanted more opportunities to be out there yes. pushing old people onto the ground. Yes, but here's the thing. Not only old people to defend them communities from drug dealers and gangbangers or whatever Are else you kidding they me? get called There's for. a million examples of the police being the ones dealing the drugs. Listen, there's a million examples of them protecting citizens In from Georgia alone, now now they're looking back, I think in, in the last year they had 48 instances of police murdering people. Hey, but at the end of the day, it's not, not necessarily murder. They still have to investigate everything. But the problem is... It's still murder, whether, whether it's justified or not. Without investigation, we've already started calling it murder self-defense and who killing, who are the investigators killing, is it the police killing someone in self-defense and murder are two very different things i don't think the police should ever investigate uh, a, a what, killing that they themselves I, committed i agree hire a third-party investigator i don't mind what you're saying what i'm saying is the fact that it's already been labeled murder already tells you that it's already not a fear assessment we're going in saying they're the criminals well already. that that's what murder is no. murder is when somebody kills somebody else it doesn't matter if it's justified or not you're guilty of murder at that point now they're just trying to see if it's justifiable in the sense that we will feel safe as a community to have you in society and not put you in prison so it's still murder they're murderers no murderers you're murderers absolutely not murderers not at all it's ultimately them doing their job. When people call in murder, and they murder, come murder. to the defense of everybody, that's Red just... Red rum. No. No. Red that's, rum. Listen, murder yeah, there you is go. Now not you got the word what right. you think it is. It's unlawful is when it's murder. It starts off as unlawful until they prove otherwise. Now... And it's never this, lawful it, to just randomly kill somebody. In this case, it's already been proven otherwise you, you, you can't, just don't trust no, you the can't way it was prove until you've food. had the, the court case. Matter of fact, it's not only unlawful, it has to be premeditated for it to even be murder. Oh, yeah, None yeah. For sure, for sure these happen. officers are premeditating. They no. went into that line of work, they carried the gun, you know, they're, is, they're prepared for it this. It is absolutely, I can't even believe this right now. Here's the thing. Murders. Here's the thing, Alfred. This is just... This is a serious situation where these poor officers are being put in a situation. Poor. They get paid more than us. Hey, that's that's fine. Poor For murdering people. Poor wasn't referencing their actual salaries. However... Oh, it, their mental state. Exactly. Yeah, I gotcha. Whatever. Whatever you want to jump on. All I'm saying is no matter how you look at it, they're now set in a position where it benefits 
politicians and the cities if they fail. And it doesn't benefit the people. How does it benefit a city if the police because, murder people? Because these agendas, no, no, that's the problem. If they don't murder people, then these politicians that are trying to crucify them to look good don't get the benefit. If they can make it seem as if they did murder someone, even if they didn't. That's not how politicians operate. That is exactly... No, they only hey, take advantage of opportunities. The this police, is an opportunity to look good The murderous right police created this opportunity Let, for the clear. politicians. Let's be clear. How many years did you say these 48 happened? 48 what? The 48 deaths that you're saying happened. This year in Georgia. This year in Georgia. 48 happened this year in Georgia. Been closed. Not a single politician cared about it. Now that there are riots and protesters, all these politicians are seeing a prime opportunity. Let me do this. Let me put this Remember, officer in trial. The politicians cared, but politicians only have power from certain groups of people, whether it's the police or the, the federal government or the, the citizenry, right? So... How are they going to go up against the police when it's the police that were giving them their power? Hold on. Now they have an alternative, finally, because enough people got together to give the politician an alternative to the police power. So now they can rely on the power of the citizenry to take out the police that have been corrupt and a thorn in the side of the politician for all these years. But those police aren't actually retiring at all. The good police that feel... Like no one's defending. If them. any Those of them the resign, it's one of the bad ones. No, because that's all not bad. true at all. If you look at the exit in a bad situation, you usually find the good ones leaving. No, the good ones leave of their own volition way, way before, as soon as they find out what they signed up for. And plus, who, who would be a good person and see how police are operating in modern times and say, yeah, I want to be a police officer? Well, you know what? Someone that genuinely, regardless of how it's operating want to protect lives. Well, you do it outside of the police force then. No, you don't operate outside of the police force. If every single good person chooses, I'm going to stay outside of the police force, and exp then that means we are responsible for the bad police force we have and not the police officers. No. If they, every good person does nothing, it's not that they're doing that's nothing. when the bad person They're choosing prospers. not to join that horrible... Look, that's like saying, if you don't choose to become part of the neo-Nazis then you're, you're why the neo-Nazis exist in the first place. That makes no sense. That argument is so out of left field. Listen, th this is the way it works, okay? The good person sees how police operate. They're like, I don't want to be part of that. And they go into something else like a doctor or a nurse or you're making a website that teaches people how to do something or you become a, a good functioning member of society okay. that helps other people. And then in order to, to deal with the, the police issue, you work with your, your leadership, politicians, uh, Congress, everything, and you, and you say, hey, there's an issue here. You're the ones paying their salaries from our tax dollars and we're not, not you know, in, in favor of this treatment anymore. We want you to, to remove these people and put in good, upstanding citizens as police officers instead. How has that worked in the last two, three hundred years for you? Well, nobody got in... Well, in 200 years? Yeah, we've, we've had purges every once in a while of, of police departments. In, in fact, there was a city that got rid of their entire mm -hmm. police department. I'm glad and, you mentioned and that. Then, and then when they replaced it, they have evidence showing that corruption tanked. There's hardly any in the police department now, and reports of, of police brutality and everything else has gone down. I don't remember the name of the town because it's a smaller town, 
but it it's there. We can we can look it up and find the information. Yeah, but I know the town you're talking about, and the corruption just came right back because, as you said, the good people turn and say, you know, police is corrupt. I'm gonna go and become a doctor. And then the corrupt bullies from high school say, hey, you know what? I can keep bullying in here, as you said. No, the way to fix it is to get good people in there. And I think we do have good people in there. We still have the Americans that say to themselves, you get good people in there, but you have to entice good people to go in there. They're not going to want to go in there when you're the only good guy in the room. It's like you're in a room full of murderers. And now now you're the only good officer there. What are you going to do? Arrest the whole room? Well, and that's that's the thing that we do have those good police officers in there, but the, the solution can't be to create a situation where you're going to push them out as well. They do need to feel like they get defended in there. If no one is defending the police, if, if the police themselves are just persona non grata or whatever but you no want to call them right no one should now. defend the police as a whole. Everyone. No, hold on. Yeah. No one should defend the police as a whole because that makes no sense. Police are made up of individuals. Yes. If you have one officer that murders someone unlawfully, perfect. you shouldn't defend the police. Exactly. You should I, just defend the other officers uh, and not that one perfect. criminal. Perfect, and I can agree on that. But creating systems where they don't get an investigation they immediately get kicked out and fired without an investigation, which is what we're seeing. But that's how is most kangaroo court. No, 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 no. Hold on, because they get a real court case. But just like every other job in the private sector, even the public sector, if you're a politician or something, the moment you do something wrong that that everybody agrees is horrible, you get kicked out right away, and then you have your day in court after the fact. Every job does an internal investigation first. And that's the thing. It's like right now, there will be no internal investigation. It's let's no. just crucify no, no, them no. They, immediately. They, they do, remember, internal investigations take time. They don't let the person stay on the job while they're, look, hey, uh, this doctor was accused of, of putting poison in everybody's medicine. You get to stay on the job while we internally no, investigate. They tell you that you take some time and then they will give you good or bad news after the fact. During the investigation, well, hey, listen, you're not immediately fired. No. That's his time. If they want him back, if they find in the investigation that somehow magically all of the video evidence was fabricated, then sure, come on back. We'll give you a bonus. No. And we're talking about the... Buffalo ones. We're not talking about George Floyd case. Well, Let's make sure we're Come doing. Back. That's what I'm saying. Let's make sure we're not on one case where we do have all the video evidence proving one thing. But in some well, Buffalo cases, had video evidence. Like, I, I saw the guy fall back look, after getting pushed. If we even look on the Florida case where it's 2014, it's already been cleared. So it's cleared by other murderous police officers. Now, let's just dig up every case ever. On everybody. Well, that's what they for did. A reason when when to they when they them. found out. Well, they did it twice already in history, right? When they discovered DNA evidence, they went back and retried all sorts of people, and a lot of them were released. Then, when they found out that one of the labs, many many years later, after after uh, DNA has been around and everything, one of the labs for for like two years, I think it was, was performing the tests incorrectly with leaky roofs and, and contamination and everything. They went back two years and retried everything. The moment you get more evidence or you get an ability to actually prosecute because now you have enough people that are willing to do it because they're not afraid of the murderous police officers at the moment, then you go back and you do it. Yes, this is not unprecedented. We do this every time there's an opportunity and there's evidence that 
makes you do that. That's the way it works. But there isn't an opportunity or evidence in this case. There is nothing. It's just... The opportunity is the willpower. Now you have the will, both in, in the political circles and in the citizenry, to do this. No, at this point, we're just unnecessarily crucifying police officers for an agenda. That's oh, what we're sure. We're unnecessarily crucifying Absolutely. as unnecessary and, as it was for them to murder the what's, people. What's amazing is going to be, and I want to make sure we come back to this, when nothing happens, when all of these people that were murdered, according to you, all these trials just get thrown out and everybody's back in and nothing happened because it's just an agenda anyway. So what's going to happen is all these good ones that left, because that's all they are. They're actually going to stay out and we've lost good ones. All the bad ones that are already in the pockets of the politician, that the politician's going to say, hey, don't worry, we've got your back. They're still going to stay in there because let's not pretend that these police officers aren't just guard dogs for these politicians. Which is and why we're not leaving this only up to the politicians. If the politician is corrupt and involved with the police officers, the citizenry is going to go after them as well. The, cit the citizenry is not going after anybody. These protests are going to die out. Listen, in we're two going weeks. after them, which is why they're resigning. They've always been cowards, which is why they've been murdering people, and that's why they went into that line of work to begin with. And now, when they see what's coming on the horizon, they're panicking. Would you say the and they're trying to get out of there before it's too late. Would you say the corruption's at the top, the middle, or the bottom? So we have. Amounts of corruption in all of those sectors. Yeah. You notice the top and the middle have stayed consistent. Nothing's going to change. Listen, people... It's the scapegoats that are leaving. Listen, that's the way it works, right? When you play chess, even though you know it's the opposite king who's the enemy that you're going after, you still have to get past the pawns, the bishops, the rooks, the knights, everything, right? Even the queen. So, sure... The politicians are part of the problem, but we have to start with the pawns. And what are the pawns of the politicians? The police. So you have to go through them first, then you have to go through through their higher-ups like the FBI and the and the um, the the federal marshals and the Texas marshals and whatever. And then you get to the politicians and you clean house. But the problem Checkmate. is you're not getting through the pawns. You're just getting We're one just or getting two started. Look, they're running scared. You saw the police in England, they were running. You saw the police in the, the Seattle police station running. And you, that's, look, you that's saw you saw no the, the ones the ones that are, are resigning running. And that's a problem overall, because even if we get rid of all It's a these problem police, for that king. No, even if we get rid of all the police right now, if we get rid of half of them. We still have murders. We still have violence. We still have rapes. We still have... We have all of these things still happening. Yes, but I don't want the murderers wearing little badges that say it's okay to murder. So now, the uh, the other murderers get a free reign. The drug dealers get a free reign. You said the corrupt... They don't get a free reign. You said the corrupt police are drug dealers. They're, they're now moving That's full why time. we want them out. You're saying now they're moving full-time on their second profession, and there's no one to but stop listen, them. But listen, listen. The reason they're allowed to do what they do and other criminals are allowed to do what they do is because we had criminals as police officers. Once you get rid of them and you replace them with people who actually care and don't want that going on, then everybody else gets but caught how and, and many prosecuted. die in this interim? How many good people die in this interim? Listen, 
People have to die, whether it's from corona or from old age or from, you know, uh, fighting for freedom or anything like that. The, the tree of liberty needs to be fertilized from time to time with, with the blood of, of both uh, patriots and tyrants alike, okay? Th this has been known since the founding of this country and probably since the beginning of time. You need to make certain sacrifices of good. Look, all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. There's a million of these quotes from brilliant minds throughout history, okay? This is the way it works. This is the way it needs to, to be. And unfortunately, you know, even, even me, I might die trying to fight tyrants and, and evildoers. Touche. I do think there's a better way to do it, though. There is, we have to minimize casualties. We do need officers on the front lines protecting citizens still. And they're not all bad officers. So we cannot have a system in place right now that is setting up police officers for failure. Because at this point, it results in a case where, like it or not, good people won't want to go in there. I wouldn't want to apply for a job right now where I know that if I go into it, the politician or the head of this, this unit benefits from crucifying me, the good person, because that's what's happening. You're throwing out the garbage on the bottom to make yourself look better. So it's going to be, hey, new guy, let's do a ride along. Oh, hey, new guy, go to that person. And then when he accidentally does something wrong, it's like, hey, we've got the bad cop. And it's not necessarily the bad cop. So at the end of the day, we still have a system churning out good people. We're not fixing the system and it's broken. So there is no benefit to this. Because in this case, like it or not, the community is the one that suffers. Listen, to, to do any of those things and to fix it, you have to just start from scratch. You have to get rid of them. You, you can't go into a, a barn full of hay and, and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pull out uh, all the, the, the hay that, that is expired, the ones that have needles in there. Whatever. No, it's, it's not worth it monetarily, time-wise, anything. It's all bad because you, you can't consume it. It's doing more harm than good. You get rid of it and you replace it with new fresh hay or in this case, police officers that you know are good that went through a different psychological process and testing to get in there. No. And, and then you move okay. after the next group. If they were corrupted, well, you know, they shouldn't be able to be corrupted if they're good people, but if they were corrupted by their leadership, you go after them as well, utilizing this new layer of police officers that you've built up that are good people. Listen, everything in life is incremental. You, you don't build a house mm -hmm. like that. You build mm -hmm. a house one brick at a time. Mm -hmm. So let's get rid of these people one police department at a time. But that's not what they're doing at all. They're not, that's a beautiful system you just designed if they were to do that. But that's not their plan. That's not what they're doing at, at all. What they're doing is finding one or two people to crucify, to appease the mob. And then after they've appeased the mob, it just falls back into routine. Like I said, man, I don't expect bad people, whether they're the officer, the politician, or anything... To, to do good things, okay? So exactly. let, them, let them continue doing their, their bad actions, and we will go after them step by step. We're coming for them. But we're not doing that, and that's my point. That is what I'm saying. I love your idea of how to fix it, and I can see potentially gutting everything and starting with new people, and that flip would be a lot quicker, but that's not what we're doing. Right Listen. now, we're trying to find scapegoats, and I understand why these officers, good or bad, would just say, hey, yeah, this is... They're just trying to make a scapegoat out of me. And then the bad officers that have something on the politicians would say, yeah, we're just going to ride this wave because there's no way he's going to turn on us. We'll turn on him. Well, I know where the bodies are buried. Well, to circle around to the beginning, 
I still, I still claim and assert that the police officers who are resigning are part of the problem, and you're simply saying that it's the good ones that are leaving. So, you know, I made my case. I showed why it's going to be the bad ones that are resigning. All of them are basically bad anyways, so it doesn't matter which ones resign which ones stay. Exactly, and I've shown that, like it or not, the system is trying to push every police officer out in a sense it's not trying it's to, not the system no no P trying to push all the police out the that's agenda. the citizenry exactly the agenda that's being given to the public right now is just trying to appease a mob which is not trying to push bad police out they're just trying to push all police and out. we don't want and appeasement and we don't want appeasement we just want to do it ourselves we're going to get rid of them the system, and we will elect new officials but the system not the system the politicians this agenda that's going on right now is not to get rid of everybody it's just to appease the mob. So you're and, hoping and that I'm, the mob stays enraged, doesn't fall for this, and eventually just pushes for no police. That's our hope. It, but it's not even a hope. That's what's happening. That's your hope. But however, as of right now, the current system in play is going to affect the citizenry because it's leaving them undefended from officers who will not want to come to their Listen, aid. when we had the Civil War, which everybody says was a good thing because of slavery and the North winning, even though that's not what, the, what that battle yes, was about. Okay. It was about, you know, money, power, votes, yep, everything absolutely. else. Still, you, do you think that random people who had houses in the area were, were okay during all of this? No, everybody suffers a little bit. Like during the pandemic, nobody wanted to stay home Perfect. and suffer. But you go through these these situations so that, so that your children and your children's children can have a much better future. So we are agreed that as of right now, the current situation in play is going to have disastrous effects like the Civil War and Corona in the death rate. And similar it's going to have mild inconveniences for some and people similar, and then amazing benefits for society overall. And similarly, like with Corona, if we're able... So effectively manage it and make better decisions, kind of like, as you said, paving, getting rid of all of them and restarting a better alternative will minimize the amount of casualties. And that's what I'm saying. The current one No, no, that's a waste of time. Work. We've been trying that forever. Listen, listen, folks. If you want to get through this with minimal effects to your life, your property, okay, all you need to do is purchase a firearm some ammunition this is only going to cost you maybe 250 300 tops if, if you're buying on, on a budget maybe even less if you get something used and just you know take uh, one practice session at, at the range because it's not as complicated as people make it seem and you're good you can protect yourself because remember all you're doing when you call a police officer is ordering a gun like a pizza pretty good and that's our podcast Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?